To the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people don't tell you. Hey, Mama, hey. Hey, Mama, hey. How are you, friend? Girl, I'm all right, child. We had so much technical difficulties before <laughs> doing this, and I'm like stressed the hell out now. It has definitely but it's okay. been one of those days. Yeah. It is, it's but we have much. an amazing topic, so yeah. <laughs> We're not going to let those tech- <laughs> technology Look. ruin our <laughs> Not going to let it happen. One of those years, okay? Like, it's Dang. April. It's, our, it's only April, Jeez. that's the thing. About to be May. Right, we're all, and it's just we're struggling. Like around the corner. May is yeah. literally in a yes. couple of days. And mm-hmm. speaking of May, this is our Mother's Day Celebration. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. It's a good one, too. Yes. I'm excited about it. It's a really good one. Yeah. So let's get right into (laughs) it. We have a special guest, as y'all can see and hear, Shamika Atkinson, uh, my profite. Oh, my gosh. I love her so much. Anyway, we're not going to go through all that. But uh, thank you. And so we are talking about being a bonus mama. So she's a bonus mama of three beautiful children. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about her journey and how she got there and how she feels about things and how she navigates <laughs> the world as being a bonus mom. So we thought this would be a really good conversation and a nice little twist because, mm-hmm. you know, there are more than one ways of being a mama and mm-hmm. so i we both thought this was needed for our podcast mm-hmm. and that's why we're here hey Shamika. so welcome to the show thank you thank <laughs> you for having me i'm excited <laughs> i think this is good because most people don't get that whole um i guess you don't really get um guides on mm-hmm. being a step parent you know yeah. so it's kind of like what resources do you have? So this will be good. Maybe this will be right. a resource for somebody else. Yes, a nice little cheat code. I it love will. it. It will. So <laughs> let's let's go ahead and, and talk about it, Shamika. Can you tell us mm-hmm. about your journey to becoming a bonus mama? Huh, man. So it honestly starts with my husband, and so uh, I met him, and I'll, I'll tell you, I didn't really know about the kids because we met at a lounge and hit it off right away. Fell off. He slid in my DMs like a year or so later, oh, wow. and we went out on a date, had a great time. I'm talking like I've called my friends already, like this is my husband, like I love him, like this is it. Aww. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is great. So my biggest thing, which I'm like, if I really like this person, I don't want a situation ship. I don't want any of that stuff. I'm about to tell him right now, like, look, what are we doing? You know, I don't want to try to, you know, just play the fence with it. And so he responds, um, like, um, you don't know what I have going on. And I'm just kind of like, what is it? <laughs> and I'm like, it can't be that bad. I'm thinking the worst. And he's like, well, I've got three children and they have three different mothers. 
And so then I go radio silent and I'm like, what? Like, I, I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm, and the right. first thing I did was call one of my good friends and she's just basically like, I'm like, I don't know how I can deal with this. And she's like, well, you don't have to deal with anything, but you can give it a try. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a try. I feel like it was worth it. And then that's basically how I went from like hot girl summer to, you know, <laughs> trying to tell a tell a toddler to keep her iPad charged up because it's going to die. I'm like, why do you keep taking it off the charger? It's going to die. So, yeah, went from that to here. <laughs> that's the reality. Oh, I that's love that. That is. It really is. <laughs> what? And it's a whole meltdown when it dies. It's like, well, you know that's your fault. You know, you you unplugged it. You know, right. and it's for long. Some, yeah. For some reason, they do not like the <laughs> iPad on the charger. Right. It's, it's just like, I oh. cannot stand, understand it for I don't the life understand of me. It. You try to explain. Always on rant. You need to keep it on the charger. And they just cannot <laughs> yeah. grasp that concept. So you just Ooh, let no. the iPad do what it do, and they'll figure it out. Yep. When it die, it die. <laughs> and it's not it. like the iPhone, like it charged super quick. Like it takes yeah. a while. So like right. And then it if you use too time. much of the iPad at one time, like it's gonna die again. So it's mm-hmm. just like just keep it. Just sit right here, but baby. And the plug, plug in. Anyway. Yeah. It just just no. I don't get it. We got a long one, <laughs> ten feet, just so she can move around as she pleases, and it's still. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yep. The it's only the only thing has worked for us in the car. If we have long car rides, we give them an external charger, and that's worked. Uh-huh. But that's, that's, that's the only idea. thing. That was the only work thing that's life. worked so he far. Don't like nothing plugged up. Just <laughs> it don't matter. Like, let it die. I don't want no attachments. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, tell us about your experience when you entered your bonus children's lives like what how was your connection did y'all connect mm-hmm. right away was it like who are you mm-hmm. i don't like you already because you were my daddy <laughs> like what was, what was that like the funny thing is is i feel like i always tell people like i feel like i came into this a little bit lucky because i know everybody's situation is different mm-hmm. and um my experience kind of coming into their life was more so like I was there, but I ultimately let them choose how they wanted to receive me, you know? So like with the younger one, I kind of feel like I'm her big, big best friend type of thing. Like she just sees me as an older big best friend. And then the middle one actually calls me mom. He's autistic. So it's like, he doesn't really grasp the whole thing. He just thinks he has two moms, two dads, all these different grandparents. And then the oldest, he calls me by, you know, my first name. But initially when he came in it's like I'm more of like another adult figure in his life so I kind of take on the role that I I don't want to force motherhood on on any of them so I guess my experience coming in was more so just kind of letting them fill me out and I'm filling them out and letting them kind of decide what type of relationship they want to have with me because they already have moms so it's not like a situation where I'm coming in and you know, like my husband, he didn't, he didn't know his biological father. So his stepfather kind of stood in as the the male dad father for him, whereas they have wonderful moms. So I didn't want to come in trying to be their mom per se. 
So I come in and just kind of fill in how, how they like to receive me. So it sounds like you able to establish a relationship with you. Like you let them mm-hmm. create what that relationship looks like and you kind of follow their lead. Mm-hmm. Is that safe to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. And that's kind of how I wanted to approach it because I want to come in guns a blazing. And, and honestly, I want it to be respectful of their mom too. You know, you don't want to come in trying to replace them because I'm not the replacement. I'll never be their mom, I'll never have that bond that they have. But what I can do is make sure that I'm an added bonus, you know, like anything that you, you know, want to emphasize with them, you want them to read more, like she texted one of the oldest texts today, like, you know, when he comes there, he makes sure he reads. And guess what, my responsibility will be making sure that he reads when he needs to read. So, you know, it's like that. That's awesome. That's great. It's a great partnership. Can you Mm -hmm. tell us their ages? Yes, so we got five-year-olds, five, 12, and one that's going to be 13. So it's like all over the spectrum. And I met them like four and a half years ago. So it was like Mm -hmm. two and like nine-ish. So it's like toddler to like now you got a teenager. And it's like, it's different. And they all have different personalities and require different things. So it's, it's interesting to navigate from, you know, getting to know them at the age that they were and then right. to now, yeah, you know, watching them grow up. That's one of the joys of being yeah. a parent is like watching mm-hmm. your kids and all these stages of their life. So it's really cool that you were able mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. at that point and you're there with them for the rest of their lives to watch them grow up. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are cool some challenges that, you know, you face as a bonus mama? And if any, like, how do you handle those challenges? I think, honestly, the biggest challenge is kind of trying to find your place, um, I guess, in their life. And then even like when you when it comes down to how they're going to be raised, it's almost like you kind of I, I do speak and communicate with my husband a lot about and we communicate together on how we want things to go. But ultimately, knowing that you can't really you're not their parent. And I think that's something you have to realize too, when you're a bonus mom, it's like, you know, you're there kind of in a support role, at least that's kind of how I've taken it. But I think the challenging thing is, you know, maybe one roles that they have at your house are different than what they're being taught at their house. So trying to get everybody on the same page and trying to like kind of plead my case to my husband so that he can go to the mom and I think those are kind of the the biggest things is, you know, finding your place. And like I was saying before, like there's no guidebook. There's tons of guidebooks like, on you know, having the child and what you do after and all these different things. But there's no real guide to being a step parent or bonus mom. So you kind of just figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. How we look at parenting in general is just take it a day at a time. Figuring it out. One day is one thing, another day is something different. So, yeah. Yeah, that is true. So how would you say your relationship is with their biological mothers? How did you Mm -hmm. establish rapport? And I don't know if you guys see each other as like friends or how Mm -hmm. does that work? Like, what is that dynamic like? (laughs) So, (laughs) so here's the thing. It's so my husband's relationship with these women, because three of them. So Mm -hmm. he has, he has his own thing to handle with them. I initially 
kind of didn't want to see the different things that they were going through just on a parenting um, tip. I wanted to kind of form my own opinion about them. And I also wanted to establish a relationship my own. So I reached out to each one of them and I do communicate with all of them. But I think it was more so important for me because I put myself in their shoes. I'm like, if it's my child, this is going to somebody, you know, going to their other parent's house and they have someone else there that I don't know, maybe don't like, or, you know, is rude to my child. You know, I just wanted to make sure they knew who I was and that they knew that I wasn't trying to take their place. But if they ever needed anything or, hey, I'm a better communicator than my husband with them. So, like, if you're not getting through to him, just let me know. We will work this out. But I, I think they're amazing women and amazing moms, and I'll never discredit them on that. So... I, I think as well. We're not best friends, I say that, but we, we can give each other a hug when we see each other. And I think that's important for the kids to see too, you know, mm-hmm. you want them to know that even if they love me a little bit, they didn't feel bad about it. Like we all love each other. We're all going to coexist with each other and co-parent healthy. So that's great. Wow. Healthily, and important, like you said, the kids need to mm-hmm. know that all of us can have amicable relationships and have fun mm-hmm. with each other and be positive and influential in their lives so that's it's great um that you all have you need to be on the same page just even like with the baby girl like even with hairstyles like it's you want to ask permission like you know is it okay if i blow dry it you know is it okay if i do this to her hair like and like yes please like go ahead or you know what are you putting on her eczema or 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 what do you wash her hair with so if you don't have that it's kind of like well awkward so we're yeah. at a point where we can talk and that's not the same for everybody. That's why I say I feel like I'm a little lucky <laughs> because I've heard of our stories and I don't have to deal with it. Like they're all like two of them married. So I don't have to worry about yeah. mm-hmm. that dynamic. Oh, you're trying to get with my, my husband still and all that stuff. So that's yeah. Like wow. That's, that's <laughs> good though. You are a good communicator because mm-hmm. a lot of, from my experience, um, because I did have some stepmoms too, um, the permission asking, that was the biggest issue as something as simple as, can I blow dry her hair? And so for you to know that going in, like, I mean, I'm sure that Mm -hmm. saved your relationship tremendously because it's like, okay, there's a, there's a level of respect established Mm -hmm. on your side. So I think that's yeah. helpful. So even though you have a beautiful journey and great relationships, I think anyone who may be struggling with that with their relationships can still take from that, right? Mm-hmm. Only because they may be missing that piece of like yeah. asking for permission because it could be like mm-hmm. a pride thing, right? It could be. But, you know, when you take your pride aside and you put yourself in someone else's shoes like you're doing, like mm-hmm. that communication i mean if now if they're rude and nasty that's just on that's them, so different yeah totally different but if, if you've tried mature, yes right. gotta be mature yeah. that's the thing yeah. and i think the other thing or aspect of it you know a lot of times there's a difficulty with visitation with the kids and right. with the dad because we don't have primary custody so mm-hmm. it's like if you think about the fact like if she got into it with me and we have a bad right. attitude and it's already mm-hmm. strained over here with him and uh my husband and her like do you really think she's gonna be like yeah he can come stay there for a month it's just gonna make it 
a tick for tat type of thing and using kids yeah. for things like that is unfortunate. So I just do everything I can and in my power to make sure to keep everything kind of copacetic so that yeah. everybody gets <laughs> along and we're all on the same page. So that's great. It's working Aww. over here. I know. I love that. I love that. Because you always had a crazy story. So this That's is what nice I heard. And I was like, scared. I was scared. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to deal with this. So I'm glad I gave it a try. Because I mean, it hasn't yeah. always been easy. I won't say that. But I think we all take steps and know that we all love the kids. And so we'll do whatever it takes to make sure they're good. And their well-being love is it. what's most you know, important. So mm-hmm. um, take yourself out of it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so becoming a parent is a transition. Like it was one of the toughest transitions that I've personally experienced. So I'm curious about mm-hmm. like you transitioning into being a mama and finding the balance between being or becoming a bonus mama and then also your personal life like work and whatever mm-hmm. else what other happenings you had going on like how do you balance or did you balance you know this transition into becoming a bonus mama it is I will say it is a little different because I don't know even if you if you don't know me or if you do know me prior to this like I was always traveling like I'm here and there I'm at all the day parties I'm doing all the things I'm at every function and now it's like I we got our our kid at home so no we're not gonna be able to make this but the funny thing is is it's it wasn't that bad because at this age I feel like everybody's kind of on that tip where most of my friends have kids Mm -hmm. most of them understand and they get it so I think for me I think more so from a relationship standpoint, not having kids primarily, it's kind of like we get an off and on type of thing. So when they do come, our relationship is kind of like, that's why I, I see when parents have kids full time mm-hmm. and then trying to manage a relationship on top of kids, on top of work, it's it's a lot to manage. And luckily, you know, my husband is very good with supporting. He cooks, he cleans, and we're just pretty much all on the same page about making sure things get done. And I work from home, so it is tough having kids here while you're working. Yeah. I'm like, how did y'all do this during the pandemic? Like, what? You're asking what? ourselves how the same you... question. How? <laughs> <laughs> how did it I, I give y'all the most, the most credit because that is difficult, very difficult. But we work together kind of like if he'll take off and I'll be on and we'll, we, work it out teamwork but i think that's where communication comes from Mm -hmm. y'all guess what we found the secret (laughs) we found the secret if you are a mama or a woman in general and you are struggling with your libido we have found the trick she o has done the job we have been more engaged intimately with our husbands we have had all the fun and when i tell y'all the fun we have had the fun and guess what we don't have to put towards so much energy because this has done the trick and if y'all don't believe us check out the reviews yep like check check the link in our bio (laughs) and use code mama all caps for extra discounts but order it today (laughs) that's all i gotta say today today and like we said, if you don't trust us, read the reviews. All right. So I do have another question. How do you mm-hmm. um, approach discipline 
being a bonus mm. <laughs> I don't discipline them um I don't discipline them I've kind of taken on this role of I don't know if you've been seeing it but probably heard gentle parenting mm-hmm. that's kind of how I approach things luckily they're already good kids so there's really no discipline that needs to happen and if so it's either gonna be my husband or their mom I don't really discipline them kind of step back on the discipline just because it kind of makes things a little rocky but I will gently parent I'll say that so (laughs) I'm finding myself being very patient which is what I I never thought I could be this patient now I'm explaining the whys behind why I'm saying not to run around here with the stick this sharp you know like you know or I'm explaining if there's a meltdown, why, you know, you can't go outside with a spaghetti strap shirt when it's 40 degrees outside. And you're, you're I'm like, who is this girl? Because my parents never explained anything to me. It was like, do what I tell you to do. Right. And so I kind of take this role of making sure they always feel comfortable with what I'm saying and know why I'm saying it. And most of the time I don't say much anyway. So, you know, they, they listen when I say it and I feel like they receive it really well so I feel like but all I don't of us have had to adopt that type of parenting yeah. we talk about it all the time mm-hmm. about how we parent mm-hmm. our kids versus how we were parented and how we have to unparent the way that we were parented a lot mm-hmm. of the times with our kids so you're not alone mm-hmm. in that uh fight <laughs> and I feel like this dynamic kind of kind of forced me into it mm-hmm. whereas I'm thinking and my own biological child, would I have been so patient? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, explaining everything and, you know, calming down before, you know, you address anything. And that's kind of the approach that I'm taking. I'm like, okay, I could probably be like this. Yeah, yeah. I could do this. They definitely change you. And you are mm-hmm. gentle to kids who are not gentle to you. You right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wreaking havoc. Rough. And I Real feel like we have here, a tendency but... to be more gentle with other people's kids too. Like, oh yeah, yes, uh huh. I think that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I, my, but... there are certain things I don't fuss at my niece about that I would fuss at my own. <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. like, no, like Same. I'm not gonna fuss at her about that. But let Eli do that. Like, it, it's a problem. Yeah. So I we just naturally don't fuss at mm-hmm. other people's children like we would fuss at our own. Mm-mm. No, my that is true. That is true. But I will say my husband does, you know, encourage like if I did say something like he was like, what did she tell you to do? Mm-hmm. So I he always kind of backs me up on anything I say, if I have to say anything. So he he does. He's like, you can do more. I mean, you I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I said this. I said my piece. That's it. You know, as long as you back me up and he makes sure that the respect is there. I'm like, good. That's good. good. It's not not too bad. <laughs> That's good. So, what has been the most rewarding part about becoming a bonus mama? I feel like kind of what you said earlier is watching them grow, and you know you they're this tall, you know, and now you're looking up like I'm looking up at my 13 year old now. Mm. <laughs> so it's like. Man, he has grown up and then just the questions that he asks and just the relationships you're able to build with them. You can tell that they're able to come to you for certain things. I think just watching them evolve too, you know, like 
baby girl, she wasn't saying full sentences. And now she's talking 24 seven, you know, and she, <laughs> she can write, you know, she can do math. And I'm like, what, like, what are you completely blown away? So I think the most rewarding thing is seeing them grow. Mm -hmm. One day they're and not develop. doing something and the next day they are. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. I think it's rewarding just knowing that I have a, a, a spot in their life in which I can be kind of that role model or a, a additional adult figure mm -hmm. in their lives to kind of help mold them. So I think, you know, and I can tell they listen to me too, especially the oldest one, you know, even just advice that I give him. He, he's listening and regurgitating it and coming back with, I learned this, I want to do this now. So yeah, it's rewarding knowing that you're making a difference. Well, they're very lucky to have you as their bonus mom. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. Okay, so what have you learned about yourself, right? Becoming a bonus mama. Have you learned anything new about yourself? Did you fall in love with yourself again? Certain parts of yourself? Did you get rid of some things? <laughs> I learned a lot about myself. I feel like I kind of did away with, and I feel like ultimately if, you know, the Lord allows or, you know, whatever happens, happens, and I do have biological children, my approach to them will be totally different than how I was raised. It's not even, you know, I was raised terribly because clearly we came out, I mean, I came out fine, yeah. but there are certain things that I feel like I'm learning different things that I wish I would have um, learned when I was younger or even just kind of teenage years, just finances and, you know, degrees and different careers and being exposed to different careers, universities and things like that. Um, I feel like I'm learning or unlearning, honestly, some of the things that I was taught mm -hmm. and the changing and the patience I feel like has just grown. I, I never mm -hmm. used to be too patient, yeah. but I feel like I'm becoming way more patient. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Shamika, you seem like a pretty patient I, person. I think that's even before the, the family. You think so? I yeah, think so. I feel like you were patient. Mm. <laughs> I feel like too, I'm learning too that I I might I might be able to be a mother for real. You know, before mm -hmm. I didn't really like I said I would have kids, but I always kind of felt like I don't know if I'm cut out for it. Just even the nurturing aspect of it or being affectionate towards kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that I'm like, oh, I actually am affectionate and loving and kind and I, I could do this. I can't mm -hmm. believe you ever doubted that in yourself. I'm telling you, <laughs> I definitely thought that. I definitely thought that I'm like, yeah, I don't know what type of mom I would be kind of nervous. And mm -hmm. they kind of coming in have taught me that, you know what? you. So yes, kids will <laughs> bring that out of you because I am not an affectionate person. Anyone mm -hmm. who knows me personally knows. I, <laughs> mm -hmm. ugh, I, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're touching me. Right. Oh, please no. don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> But with my kids, I'm so lovey-dovey and kisses and hugs. And they're very affectionate. Like, their love language is physical touch. And I just, like, turn into mush. So They'll do it you to can, you. Yeah, not be affectionate. But when it comes to your kids or your bonus children, like, they just bring that emotion mm -hmm. out of you. Mm -hmm. So um, it's funny you see yourself that way. I feel like you're not giving yourself mm -hmm. enough credit because – Knowing you for so long, I've never viewed you that way. So, 
Yeah. Maybe it's just an internal thing. You know, yeah. it's just so many you don't come different that things way. that you think. <laughs> okay. You don't come Maybe that's that what it is. It's more of an internal battle. So I think that's what they're teaching me and what I've learned yeah. over time is I'm more comfortable. I say. Yeah. Way yeah. more comfortable. Kind of got a little practice. <laughs> yeah. Then most people don't get it. Me like I got didn't get thrown all the way in like the infant stage because yeah, that's a struggle too. That's so another ball game, girl. I think it's all a struggle. <laughs> you, you know, all the ages because <laughs> you think it gets easier when they get older, but it's like now you've got you know the thirteen year old. He's asking questions about you know what happens when you die and mm-hmm. you know maybe being scared to go to high school now because of shootings and it's like. It's it's scary because it's like you just feel like you're always gonna worry. I mean, yeah. you think everything gets easier, but it's just always gonna always. be something, you know. My mom tells yeah, me that so. even at she still worries about mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I'm grown. I got mm-hmm. a whole family yes. doing my own thing, and she's calling me every mm-hmm. day. And if I'm not answering mm-hmm. the phone mm-hmm. too many times out of the day, <laughs> she's calling Jonathan like, "Hey, you heard from Ken?" Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm not working, you know. I'm, I'm busy. Seriously, like, and she will not let up. She's she called me a time or two too. <laughs> yeah, she has. Yeah, my mom's she has the same my way. my friends yeah. like, "Hey, Ken, which like, so that will never go away." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will never yeah. go away. Well, I get it if, now. Yeah, if your heart desires, if you all decide to have kids, you'll be a great mama. I know you're a bonus mama. You're already a mama, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> biological mom you'll be so great Amazing. and then you have a village yeah, yeah. Village thank you, god so. mm-hmm. yeah families are y'all looking for some fun to get into this summer if so we have the perfect trip for you. yes kt travel more is back with another great yes. trip yes july 13th through july 16th you and your family can pack up and go where, friend? To Punta Cana. Yes. yes. So hit up Stephanie for all the details. But this trip is very affordable and it fits a family of four. Absolutely. And guess what? You will be in Punta Cana for four days and three nights under the sunny weather, the breeze, the ocean, all the fun. So make sure you check out KT Traveling More for more details. Sign up today before it's too late. <laughs> Talked a lot about being a bonus mama. Mm-hmm. So I think I am not drinking today, but <laughs> you know, trying to be, yeah. Barely. So I'm going to drink after this. So, friend, tell us what you curated up at the Ferguson Bar. <laughs> okay, Ferguson Bar. So I know Shamika gets down with the get down with a good beverage. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, before I thought about her drink, I said, I feel like Shamika likes tequila. And then Mm -hmm. when she responded to our email and said tequila was her drink, I said, perfect. So Mm -hmm. I had actually made a tequila drink before I looked at your email. So... See? Yes, I feel something in my Mm -hmm. spirit. Like, you got married Mm -hmm. in Mexico... I oh yeah, tequila, tequila shots. Fam. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but tequila is my thing now. In my spirit. So I guess my spirit mm-hmm. led me right. Um, <laughs> Correct. So I well, me and Jonathan actually. 
I'm not going to say just me because he always helps me with the drinks. But we curated a drink called Another Mother. And it is tequila based. So I'm going to read the ingredients. And Shamika, when you have your beverage tonight, this might be your vibe. I don't know. But it has has two ounces of tequila. And y'all know I mm-hmm. preach about good tequila. Get y'all some quality. Me tequila. too. Which one do you like? I like, it's called La Gra. Oh my gosh. It's white. It's like a white tequila. And it's in a glass. And I'm I'm usually not a, I, first of all, tequila is not even my vibe for real. But when I started <laughs> drinking quality tequila, I started liking mm-hmm. it more. But it's in a glass bottle and it has like this metal. I'm a, I'll show you after the, after the episode. Okay. But it's called La Gritona, I think. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. I'll show you. So one, but has, I'm with you on the quality. Yeah, it got to be quality. Like, I need quality alcohol. Um, so it has two ounces of quality tequila, two ounces <laughs> of fresh <laughs> grapefruit juice, an ounce okay. of fresh pineapple juice, a fourth an ounce mm. of lime juice, a fourth an ounce of agave syrup, dashes mm. of tahini, Shake it up and top it with club soda. And you can put salt rim oh. or tahini rim if you want to make it like a margarita. Okay. That's the cocktail version. If you are not a drinker or you're an expecting mama, we got a mocktail for you. And it's essentially the same drink without the tequila. It's the two ounces of fresh. Y'all know I like my fresh juice too. Fresh grapefruit juice, <laughs> an ounce of fresh pineapple juice, an ounce or a fourth an ounce of fresh lime juice, fourth an ounce of agave syrup shake it up with a little bit of tahini top it with club soda and you have the mocktail version of another mother and it's good i should maybe show you this is what it looks like uh, i love that name too Ooh, yes it's really good oh that's cute that's it's a cute. good drink mm-hmm. and it's like we're in the spring summertime now so it's time to pop out yeah tropical refreshing drink. it's good what's going on I let us know how you corner? like it mm-hmm. yeah let mama's us corner I sure will. I wrote it down. You probably have to text it to me. I think my measurement's gonna be off, but I got the ingredient. I got the ingredients though. We'll email it to you. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mama's Corner is um, my favorite segment, and this is our opportunity to connect with our guests further and our listeners. So typically, our listeners are write in and ask us a question, and we try to tailor the questions to the episodes. But I thought this time around, we could be a little reflective, since this is such a unique episode and something we don't do often. So I have an additional question. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who's about to become a bonus parent? Man. Um, first of all, I wouldn't even encourage something like this unless you have a trustworthy uh, partner, someone that's honest and that communicates well. Like this man over communicates with me. So if you're in a situation where you're already feeling like it's a little fishy, I wouldn't even pursue it. But I would say, make sure that you have patience, Mm. Um, make sure you're selfless, make sure you don't go into it expecting, you know, fireworks, depending on the type of situation that you're walking into, it could be different. So I would say kind of take the approach that I did and let the kids kind of decide how they want to, um, or what type of relationship they want to have with you or what role they see to 
see as you being in their life. Um, what else? And just be patient. Yeah, this patience is, is big and being selfless. And honestly, just being um, proactive maybe too, like with reaching out to parents if, if, if need be, the moms if need be. Um, but I, I will say that it, it takes a special person, I feel like, to be in, be a bonus mom. It really does. And I think those are the biggest things that I would say. You're wearing it well, <clears throat> Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. That was some really good, solid advice. That really was. So yeah. don't just be going out here. You know, just I had to, you got to ask some good questions, but I honestly don't think I could have done it without, without Sid, my husband. There's right. no way. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have done this with anybody else. Yeah. I do have a, another question too. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know why I didn't think of this question before, mm -hmm. but okay. So we are in our mid thirties, right? Did you ever see yourself with someone with kids? Because that's like a realization that happens by a certain time. Right. Mm -hmm. So was yeah. that like a deal breaker for you or you were. That is so that? funny that you asked that because if you would have asked me that when I was like 20, 19, all that, maybe even 25 probably mm -hmm. maybe the 30 let's yeah. say I probably would have been like mm, I can't see that for me just yeah. because of the stigma or, or just like it's kind of taboo or mm -hmm. just how other people have gone through um you know some people have made a, a, a bad name for <laughs> being a stepmom and having baby mamas and all those different things so I can't say that it's because I don't think I ever dated anybody with kids prior to see okay. it, honestly. So I will say the one thing that I think with age, as we get older, <clears throat> people have had lives before you. So that's one thing that I had to realize too, once we got older. So I don't hold anything that he did prior to me against him. And then I think too, um, I wrote a list of like all these different things I wanted in a husband, right? like long drawn out list I put it under my pillow and I had it and I prayed over it several times so when he came along he tells me he has these kids I'm going back to my my paper like <laughs> okay he's got everything on here and for some reason I never put on there like he can't have kids like I had a bunch of don'ts I had all these like can't have this can't do this can't do this and I never had it on there. I don't know if I left it off purposely. I forgot about it or what. But I'm like, well, girl, this is what you said that you'd be okay with. And so, yeah, it was just one of those things where I just felt like if I didn't give it a try because of how great he treated me, I I probably would have kicked myself. Mm. But luckily, I'm not. And it, it turned out to be a good situation. Yes, not and perfect kudos. by any means, but yeah. Yeah, kudos to that friend that was like, yes. Girl. She was like, mm -mm. and then once my dad was okay, because he's another influential person, my parents, mm -hmm. they were okay with my sister and my best friends. I think they just wanted me to be happy. And as long as the situation was the way it needed to be, they saw how happy I was. They saw how good I was with the kids. Mm -hmm. Once I got their support, I was just kind of like, yeah. We're doing this. Let's yeah. go ahead. Let's I just thought it. about another question when you mentioned your parents. Like, how do they interact with the kids? 
like that's their grandkids. Oh. So <laughs> they come for Christmas. I mean, they got gifts all laid out. Like you would have thought that it was their biological grandkids. So and y'all did a photo shoot too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Did a photo oh, shoot with everybody. So yeah, they're they're good with them. Very good with them. So that that just kind of gives me reassurance that you know what what we've got going on. And like I said, we don't have primary custody, but we actually will. It's kind of 50-50 with the oldest one because he's going to high school and he's old enough to kind of decide where he mm. wants to go, where he wants to be. And he's mm. expressed to uh, my husband and his mom, like, I want to go live with my dad. So come back after that and we'll <laughs> see if I still have this. <laughs> but he's pretty self-sufficient. Just give him a, a video game and he's good. <laughs> yeah, know? but the girls start to come around this age. Right. And that's why I'm like, there's so many things that you don't know. So I'm like, we're all kind of learning as we go. And I'm like, yeah. how am I going to, I've already had to talk about girls with him. So yeah. it's just kind of like making sure like, hey, you're going to school to get an education. Okay. Yes. So I'm be focused on these girls. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you're in school for. Okay? <laughs> I'm not so, ready yeah. for that life. Mm-hmm. Not yet. yeah yeah it's it's different explaining (laughs) all the different things and it's different from when we were younger because they have so much access to things they do they already Mm -hmm. seen Mm -hmm. they've seen all the things already so it's it's very scary i know exposed to all the things they're exposed to so it's like him asking about like you know different questions about suicide like just things i'm like where are you getting this from and it's like it's all over you know like it's you know favorite rappers are killing themselves or you know it's just different things so he's asking you about these things and i sometimes i don't even know how to answer right so well you're doing a great job yeah we We all out here trying to call you for that conversation on the girls yeah yeah now we got a long ways to go but yeah we got a little minute Mm -hmm. yeah Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And hopefully, someone out there will give a man a try. Yes, ladies. Give give those men a try. Be smart about it, though. Right. First of all, we need that prayer list, okay? Yeah, listen, you just. I just wrote down everything I wanted. And not only that, I want people that do have kids to realize they, they can find somebody really great for their kids, too. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people that, you know, have been going through divorces or have kids and you know are wondering if they'll how that's gonna mesh so hope that yeah. you'll find you'll find somebody yes. that's gonna love those kids like their own i love that i love that mm-hmm. and i know that to be true because my mom met, remarried like two or three times i can't remember how many times <laughs> so you know there are people out there okay. lady b there are somebody gonna be there. Somebody, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. got six kids. It's six of us. Okay. Oh, oh come oh. on, mama. All right. You will find somebody. Uh-huh. Anyways, well, this you is great. This yes, was so was. great. Thank, Thank you, you so Jesus. much. Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights, and you are kicking it with us at the Real Mama Pod. Yes. So, friend, where can they find us on the socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at the Real Mama Pod. 
If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at Deb Grace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch, yes. out. we're in our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www dot the real mama pod <laughs> dot com uh, yes and if you are listening to us of course we need your reviews rate subscribe yes. review us we are on all major platforms yes. and youtube please make sure you leave your review yes we've been working hard on our videos as you if you started with us from day one <laughs> you see it's just getting better with time so continue to be patient with us and we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at. Mama at the real Mama pod.com. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Until, Until next, next time. time. Bye. Bye.